Welcome to the Unapologetic Designer Podcast, where we chat controversial design topics and expose the raw truth about life as a designer. Coach Marissa is here with me again for another brief collective Design Biz Academy coaching lesson, where we're going to get real about what it means to quote unquote conduct business. We also want to know if you guys are really enjoying these little podcast coaching sessions, should we do them once a month? Really straight up confident for a minute. This is a straight up gold mine. Like this podcast and the things that we talk about, like we're not scared to talk about those scary times. Lay it all out and we're really open and non-judgmental about it. So what do you think it means to quote unquote conduct business without emotions? Mm, it's very straight up and to the point. Like we are a perfect example of this. Actually, I can tell you exactly what I think about something without you inserting your emotions into it and needing to cry about it for 10 minutes. I might need to cry for 10 minutes, but, (laughs) and I think I'm a emotional person. And so it's fucking hard for me sometimes to separate my emotions and feelings from business. It was for me for a very long time, but recently I've come into that and like, It's been a huge detriment to my business whenever my emotions were all wrapped. I would overthink constantly everything. Things took me three times to do because like my emotions would have to process it and then I'd have to come back. When we talk about emotions in business, I just remember how the first time I ever met you in person, when we were conducting our first photo shoot, you were literally crying at one point. (laughs) off the plane picked you up and we got to the place we were staying and I just immediately started crying (laughs) you were like oh my god what the (laughs) and I just needed a net like uh traveling is so stressful for me it was a high stress situation what we were dealing with already I miss my babies they were only five months old there was a lot of things going on and I just like broke down and we took a nap for like an hour and then we woke back up and I was fine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we went and got pizza. <laughs> but that is like, like that. You met me when I was slowly cleaning all this stuff up, like coming into a new understanding of what it means to be in business. That was like old Marissa. So what helps you kind of overcome that struggle with emotions being tied into business? Well, number one, boundaries. I love my boundaries now. Um, it's like rules that I previously set in place to keep me accountable for what I want to do. I used to be the type of person to work till 2 a.m., hustle my ass off, um, constant, like just overwork myself. And then I I set boundaries in place of what I expect from my employees, what I expect from my business partner, what I expect from my clients even. I have boundaries written up for all of it and what I want it to look like. And ever since then, like I set up rules and boundaries for it. It has been so amazing. Keeping it separate in my brain. Like even, for example, with TBC, we have a fun friend group chat on our phones, but we also have our Slack chat where all business conversation happens. And it's just really great to keep things separate. And I have like three or four friends I've worked with in the past, and I've done this method with them because things just get really messy if you keep it all mixed up together. And it's just overwhelming. And it is confusing to like separate the friendship from the business. And so having two separate chats really helps me compartmentalize that for some reason. And probably the third thing is feel the feelings. Like I create space for my feelings. If something's becoming too much for me and I need to step out of the situation or process it or whatever, I just do it. 
Like I wait to reply to the email or text or whatever stressful situation is coming up. Like recently I've had to talk to my about some stuff. And so I wait to reply until I'm no longer in an emotional state of mind. I allow space for my emotions. I feel my feels, but I do it in private and I ask for support if I absolutely need to. And like, sometimes also like Kinsey knows this, you're my sounding board. I'm like, Hey, am I being too emotional about this? What do you think? And we just talk through the situation. And that really helps me like stay grounded and like, is my feeling coming from a good place or not? And so having somebody who's your sounding board really helps as well. And I still kind of get emotional or pissed off sometimes at design work feedback from clients, but I'm able to recognize and give myself space before responding to any client feedback because I know business is not emotional and it's not an emotional thing. As much as we pour our heart and soul into our work, we have to remember that good business decisions are based on logic and data. For example, we want to do so much for the Brief Collective and designers all over the world. And we do a lot of free things. We give out a lot of resources, a lot of free content. But we can only do so much before it's actually a detriment to ourselves and our community. That's a constant way of, is this the right decision? Should we do this? And just like getting real with yourself and asking yourself the why behind the decision that you're making. So it's huge. Why do you think that we make such a good team? Well, I think that we play off of each other's strengths and weaknesses running a business alongside each other allows us to discuss different outcomes and different perspectives. Kind of like you were saying with the sounding board thing. We also just trust each other with our lives. Like we were looking at finances the other day and you started explaining why some extra money had to go into your account. And I did not even care or even notice because I just trust you that much. Like I, I don't think that you're ever doing anything like fishy like that. And yeah. if we were constantly questioning each other about stuff, we couldn't thrive. Right. You gotta have trust at the end of the day. And I think it also comes from a place of no judgment. Like I can truly say anything I want to you and you not be offended. And we really are just real with each other and we're like-minded and have a similar drive and ambition. And like, I think that that is just so needed in somebody you're going to have a partnership with, whether that be your partnership in life, your partnership in a business or whatever you're working on you need to be able to just into to that person and talk through things because like just because I say something doesn't mean that it actually has to happen we just need the option to be able to explore that possibility and let's get into like a little story time that comes to mind you asked me you texted me a screenshot and you, you said what do you think of this design and without even skipping a beat I immediately replied to you and I told you what I thought of it <laughs> and I don't know if I hurt your feelings or not. I'm not sure, but I wanted to be really real with you because I didn't want you to put that out into the world and people be commenting on it and you be like, you know, mad at me and you would be hurt with me because I wasn't honest with you. And that would wait, break wait, trust. wait, did we just get a sale? No. What was that noise? I accidentally. Oh my God, you hit the bell. <laughs> I hit my bell. It's on the wall. I hit my bell on accident. <laughs> but just going to tell you exactly what she said because she kind of skipped over that part. But it's actually <laughs> on Instagram if you want to see it. I sent her the screenshot and she said it looks like 
cat's asshole and then proceeded yeah. to send me screenshots of cat's assholes in cartoon Cartoons. form. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't be making me seem freaky that I see you real cat. Cuz I didn't. <laughs> but I'm really glad that you told me before I posted it online and the whole world saw it and I didn't get upset at all. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> And if I had to stop and think about emotions every five seconds in business, it's going to really slow down progress. There's a time and place for emotions. Like that situation, I could have been like, well, if I say this, it's going to hurt her feelings. And like, I need to be really real. Like, no, I know how quick you move with marketing and I needed to send you cat's asshole (laughs) right that second before you posted it. Because I know if I wait to reply 20 minutes to craft a perfect response, you would have already had that shit posted because I know you well. And I was like, I got to keep her from making this mistake right now. That's literally the thing with me. Like, I just jump to doing the action or, like, doing the thing. And if I don't get a res- – like, I hate having people for things, which is probably one of my weaknesses when it comes to, like, running a business, which is why you do, like, most team management because I don't like having to make decisions and or feedback from others. So that's really funny that you recognize that. And we're just like, cat's asshole, yep. (laughs) (laughs) When do you think is an appropriate place and time for emotions in business, if any? The very first thing that comes to mind is marketing. So like emotions are connections. And that's what marketing is. Marketing is the connection. You have to get to know the heart and the vulnerability. It's connecting with those who have a similar mind and thought process and like heart is you. And good marketing cannot happen without emotion. Highlight the pain points to be able to bring people over to get the sale. And like people are in an emotional state with marketing. So you have to know how to navigate all of that if you truly want to do good marketing for your business. And I think that there is an emotional element tied into business for sure, not just in a marketing way, but in what we're doing, whether it's teaching other designers or serving our clients, like at the end of the day, we're helping them grow their business and we're helping our students create something that's filled with passion and live a life that they've always desired. So like that part of it is emotional. Yeah, the why, like, what's your why? Tell me the root of it. Like, I have them dive heavily into their emotions, but I take it and I make it business. I make it strategy and I make it function so that they make money. And like, I have to be able to filter through their emotions to be able to make good design. And like, sometimes it's hard for people to disconnect, but like, you have to. Just like, back up what you were saying. It's kind of like when you're working with a client and they say, oh, well, my husband doesn't like this about the logo, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, is that a decision? And you're listening because you're emotionally connected to this person and not making a decision based on what makes sense and is logical for your business. Yeah. Like you have to, as the business owner, giving the best to your clients, you have to be able to say that thing to your client. And that gets uncomfortable because then you're like inserting yourself kind of 
edge, but at the end of the day, they're going to respect you more because you're telling them what they need to hear. Place where emotions are appropriate are like one-on-one meetings with your employees. You need to have a space where your employees feel heard and make sure that they're receiving all that they need in order to do a good job. And like, you need to know what's personally going on in their lives. Like if I have an employee whose cat died that day, I'm probably not going to assign them a big, huge project because I need to know where they're at emotionally. So I think that that's really important too. Actually, one of the things that we do in our meetings every day is we're like, the first thing we ask is, how are you doing? Or is there any clearings we need to make in the room? And we go straight into the personal successes and um, the personal improvements. And we want to know where everybody's at, talk about the good, talk about the bad, and we get really real with it. So we know where we're all at on an emotional scale. And yeah, I think it's important to have those connections as much as possible. And our students do get emotional with us sometimes too. And that's okay because people need that space to grow, especially if they aren't receiving that support at home. That being said, it can become dangerous if the shine through during client projects or when they're making important business decisions that shouldn't have an emotional aspect to them. Yeah, it's so true. Like, I think the most important thing in business to emotions have a time and place, but they can't be the basis and like everything. You gotta make sure that you're balancing it out with logic and reason and like You're just being really real with yourself when you're making business decisions. Overall, we have to remember that if we receive negative feedback or if a client goes with another designer, it's not something to get emotional over. It's literally just a business. It -hmm. doesn't mean that person doesn't like you. It doesn't mean that you've done something wrong. This goes back to trusting the universe and living in abundance, having that abundance mindset. This is something we also talk about a lot. What is meant for you will come to you and you'll these types of situations and become a better business owner. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unapologetic Designer Podcast. If you'd like to submit your unapologetic design opinions, head over to the link in my description to submit yours anonymously. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can follow our Instagram page or you can sign up to make a monthly donation. I'll see you in the next episode.